All right, so, sorry, I shouldn't go to the table. All right, welcome to the Late Lunch Podcast, episode two. Um, do you guys want to go around and say your names? Sure, my name is Jamie. And I'm David. Okay, uh, wh- what do you guys have for lunch today? Yeah. I had Wendy's, actually. I just hadn't had breakfast, and I was on my way to school, so I just said, yeah. you know what, it's right there, I'm just going to buy it. You had Wendy's for brunch? Yeah, I just had some, uh, just had a ch- uh, Caesar salad, actually. It was pretty pretty decent. Oh, healthy. It wasn't as healthy as, like, everyone else would think, seeing they're so fatty. But, right. you know, it's better than having, like, I don't know, a double burger. Exactly. Something like that. Definitely. So, so just a Caesar salad? It was a Caesar salad, and I had a, a cup of water, and that was about it. I wasn't too hungry this morning. How is how is a Wendy's Caesar salad? Because like, it, like fast food, filling? fast food, they're always it, like free. It's not bad. I mean, if you're not super hungry, it's great. It's it's kind of more of a snack rather than a meal because of the fact that they're so small. But, uh, but like lettuce quality, like is lettuce it, quality? Is it good lettuce? Like is, <laughs> is it something it you? Buy it's, not, it's not. It's not moldy. That's for sure. It's more. No, I mean like restaurant. is it fresh? Like is it has it been? Does it taste like it's been frozen? Because um, no, honestly, I'm not too familiar with how like. Fro- pre-frozen lettuce taste because usually I just grab it from the store. It's probably been frozen, uh, or I get a regular like leave uh, leave romaine lettuce or whatever and just tear it up for my own salads. Um, so I'm not too sure about quality. It didn't taste like it had been in the fridge for like four years or something like that. I used to make salads at the chalet and we didn't freeze our lettuce. That's good. We got bags of lettuce, but it would go moldy because you would wash it and then some pieces would go bad and yeah. we'd have to pick it out. Huh. So this is why I'm always very wary of salads when I go to fast food or mm. even just like in general restaurants because they try and like buy things in bulk and they try and do things quickly. What, what does moldy salad look like? Does it like what is the mold green too and well, you have to like really look? It's or? not really moldy so much. I shouldn't say that. It was just going bad. So you know like when spinach goes like... Like is it like, and it's like going all floppy and yeah, geez. and it's just kind of gooey. It all, it, it also yeah, romaine goes yeah, and romaine goes brown. Reek. So does iceberg lettuce. Yeah, yeah, and it smells funky. You oh, can do tell. you know the different types of lettuce? I do know the different. How many types different types of lettuce, of lettuce do you know? How, how many only, can you name? Okay, I can name. Well, there's arugula, there's iceberg, <laughs> there's <laughs> romaine, and mm-hmm. there's spinach. And then there's usually like a mixed greens option. I yeah. think that's all I can. The name. only one that I usually buy is just romaine lettuce. Yeah. Just romaine. Family, but it makes a gatherings. difference price wise and it what does. salad does it, Which you're one's making. most expensive? Most expensive is usually spinach because it's like the highest in nutritional spinach value. Spinach is a lettuce. I thought they yeah, were different. That's kind of interesting. I thought it was just a vegetable, not not a lettuce. Well, I think it is, but like people use it in salads. Yeah, yeah I don't know the true. difference between what's a vegetable and I, what's like a lettuce. A le- yeah. uh, spinach like tastes different. I, uh, have you? Ever, do you guys ever watch Popeye? Yes. yes. I used to watch Popeye all the time. That's actually the reason I started eating spinach. Yeah. I, just, I like, and I like. I was that was the. Probably the one show it, that that was probably the point where I realized that TV was influencing me and like my decisions. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> then I realized advertising does work. It does. Um, it's not as effective as it used to be, though. I mean, you'd have, you'd see subtle references like Popeye is encouraging you more, most likely just subtly to eat spinach. And then well, you see shows. I'm trying to think. Uh, of he something. gets superpowers from it. Is yeah, that I know. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty well, good marketing I mean, tool. Like, in in psychology, we learned that like overt advertising doesn't work because no. you're aware that you're trying to be convinced. Do so you kind of like put up a block against being convinced? But like when there's what do you call it, like product placement kind yeah. of things, then you're very convinced. Like when you're not aware you're trying to be persuaded to get something, yeah. you're a lot more easily persuaded because you're not fighting against it. Mm-hmm. So you watch a TV show and your friend's like the girl in it is using an iPod and all of a sudden you're like, 
subconsciously you're like i want to be like her so i'm gonna get an ipod yeah. and it works mm. yeah, there's, a, there's a couple of shows like come to mind immediately when it comes to that topic i mean there was this show way back when in the beginning of the century called Yu-Gi-Oh. it was all about a card game heard of that show and i've also the, heard there's of that this show. didn't watch it though to be very honest it wasn't like, a lot of people are really critical of it but uh one thing that worked really well is they really, they brought over this Japanese card game to right. North America, mm-hmm. and it just exploded. Yeah. Same that with was, Pokemon, right? Yeah, I spent, yes, I Pokemon spent too. too many allowances on my first starter deck. <laughs> oh, my God. I got, yeah. I got the Yu-Gi-Oh! starter deck, and yeah. uh, I, was, I had the the Dark Magician. Yep, that's the one. Uh, and I sort of regretted yeah. not getting the Kaiba, the kind oh. of villainous rival. I, more, I regretted more, not getting that. More an anti-hero. More an anti-hero, yeah. Yeah, eventually, but I mean... Oh geez. Yeah, and those that was that just became too much of an expense for so many people, myself included. I stopped collecting, but I get some stuff in the mail for free on occasion. Yeah, I didn't really have that problem not being into <laughs> it, but like I spent a lot of money on Barbies and Polly Pockets and stuff. Mm. So everyone has their thing, right? And candy. Yeah. I had so much fun with those cards. Though, they were so they were so much fun. No, I spent the boys a good, in my class loved a it. good many hours. Like it I when I think about I think I spent like 40 bucks on a on a pack of cards. It was 20 or 40 bucks, which if you think about it, it's like and the, the number of hours I put into it and just sitting around playing that game, I it was probably worth, like, a, a video game. Yeah, like easily. Like, at very least, because now AAA titles, they sell for, like, 60 bucks. Yeah. I mean, wow. Even it's like, what was it, Call of Duty will, like, is last for a year before... Before like, the next one comes out. Yeah, yeah before, um, yeah, the next one comes out and the first one becomes redundant. But, yeah, that, that game... I was, yeah, I must have kept it over a couple of years, gotten a good number of hours about it, mm-hmm. like out of it. So, yeah, how well, do you play it? Is it's, it well, like it's just a, a card game. It's a lot of like math. Like you have, too. like, oh, jeez. It is a ton of math. I suck at math. Is it? Yeah. yeah I mean, just take like it, usually they have increments. Uh, of, oh like, wait, thousands oh yeah. Or well, hundreds. you get your life points and yeah. you like subtract right. the attack points from life points. But like, uh, usually yeah. it was just like it's like straight. Oh, my attacks math, higher than your defense and yeah, yeah. Therefore, yeah. It's basic addition and subtraction. However, it can be a bit tricky at times because there's so many random effects. There's no real set rule book to it, so there's so many loopholes you can get through, and there's only like a user feeded uh, wiki on the internet to just sort of go with it. Wow. It is really I guess it's confusing. good for kids, though, to practice their oh, math. Yeah. Oh, oh, I guess practicing math. Yeah, I guess so. It's not really promoted towards kids. I think it's promoted more towards like sixteen and up guys in particular. Really, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh's of the shonen uh, demographic, which is uh, generally teenage boys in particular. I feel like uh, in North America, though, it was definitely younger definitely for kids. Well, the yeah, way like kids I remember it peaking it, yeah. around grade five, so we were like ten mm-hmm. for some of the kids in yeah. my class. The people who dubbed uh, Pokemon in English also dubbed Yu-Gi-Oh. And they oh. made one of the FCC's rules was the fact that it is exactly what it is. It's a promotional video for this card game. So oh. one of the regulations the U.S. gave them was you have to alter this stuff because it's just marketing, and that's not cool. Wait, what they have to alter? They had to alter the card images. I mean, if you've seen the, uh, the, uh, the original footage from Japan, I've seen a couple of them, uh, you see, like, the smaller boxes, there's text and numbers on it, as opposed to just having a big block of text at the bottom that just has numbers and symbols huh. and a big image. They had to edit so much of that. It was it was actually quite annoying. Hmm. I did not know these things. Well, Four Kids is done. Like they went bankrupt a couple of years ago. So uh, we won't. We won't. That was the company that dubbed Pokemon originally. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I don't know any of anyway, these things. Yeah. Sorry, let's move yes. into uh, the, the topic Popeye. area that Jamie can uh, talk about. What did you have for lunch, Jamie? I actually had brunch not too long ago. Ooh, brunch. I'm a big fan of brunch. Um, and I went to the Pancake House, and 
Oh, sorry, is that marketing? Oh, geez. No, no, no. We, we, are, we already <laughs> said Wendy's, so like, I don't think it matters too much. Yeah. Perfect. As long as you don't say anything terrible. Perfect. Um, yeah, speaking of marketing. Um, <laughs> but we'll get sponsors eventually. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and I had a pancake with chocolate chips. Well, I had three pancakes with chocolate chips because like, that's the denomination that it comes in. Um, and they were delicious. I also had a little bit of yogurt when I got back home. And I had a coffee and I had some water. Yep. I'm so jealous of the yep. coffee. Out of all those good. things, I know. that's what I want right now. I know. Now. <laughs> it's a lot of times that I'm craving. I'm starting to worry that I'm becoming one of those people that oh, needs so coffee. Oh, so wait. So you've started drinking coffee then? A little bit. When, I started. When did you start? Well, okay. In the summer, I started. <laughs> let's talk about my coffee background, guys. Okay. Um, in the summer, I started drinking like lattes because I don't necessarily like like, like coffee, like black coffee because it's really bitter. But... I like um, I like the taste of coffee. Mm, so like I started the, with like majority milk, a little like splash of coffee, and I called right. it coffee, even though it really wasn't. A lot of sugar too, and then but then as the years progress, like the years progressed, I've kind of moved into more coffee. I'm trying to be a big girl, also like not drink so much. Like, I'm so grown stuff. up. Look at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> double double. What up? <laughs> I guess I double. I guess yeah, I'll you're be, getting there. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll be a kid forever because I don't drink coffee. Jeez. Yeah. Well, and I also can't see, but I think that's probably a good thing. I just like the taste, but the caffeine affects me like crazy. Yeah. I have one double medium double double and I'm shaking like a leaf. Jeez. Can barely take notes in class, but some classes I have to do it to stay awake. So I yeah, I know the feeling. I was it? Uh I started drinking coffee in my year off between high school and university. Yeah. Uh, and I I the first time I was like, hey, this is neat. Like I'm getting coffee before work. Yeah, it was like the yeah, same thing as you. Yeah, you feel kind of like, cool. Yeah, I feel so grown up. Yeah. And I would get these uh I get I would get the Irish cream coffees from uh Ooh. I, I don't know if we, oh, second cup. It's like we're gonna keep just name dropping brands, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. that sounds delicious. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. And Today's then, program uh, is brought to you by Nintendo products. Look at all the <laughs> stuff we have on the desk. We also have a sponsorship from Microsoft. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm sure people will be looking on our uh, video portion of this podcast. <laughs> of course, um, there's no video portion of this podcast. Good. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so I, I started my year off, and it was just like because it was like it was what did brutally, you do during your year off? Did I you did, work during my year off? I worked. I mean, I keep, uh, so I worked at this um, this company. They sell a lot of like homewares. I, I just don't want to say the name. Okay. Uh, I also worked at a different company, which was um, a friend of mine. Uh, his stepdad like ran ran a company or runs a company. I haven't really caught up with them recently, and they sort of made um, lenses. And like I I did I edited a documentary for them, and cool. then I ended up doing sort of like. Uh, like the technical work, I, well, I guess it wasn't that technical. There was a lot of like grinding glass and stuff. They um, they made some. Uh, actually, wait, yeah, I don't know how much I can talk about that. I I did sign a non-disclosure. They did a lot so. of really cool stuff, did, and you were they able to did do some, it. Yeah. Anyway, so they I, anyway, so that's what I did. I worked uh, a fair cool, bit though. there. It, it was it was I, non, I signed a non-disclosure just for their techniques. So right, I, right, that makes sense. But they did um, something cool enough that it was worth documenting. Yeah. Yeah, and anyway, so um, and not and so that's what I yes. did for a year, and <laughs> it was like it was tiring though. It was like I would do eight hours a day, which everyone does. I would do eight hours a day uh, on like weekdays, and then on the weekends I would go to that um, furniture place or like the homewares place. And I would oh, uh, right. sell stuff there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I almost said the name. <laughs> Um, Love that store. Yeah. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was like, it was tiring. But then I, I got to university and I was like, 
I didn't, for some reason, like, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't believe that coffee affected me. Yeah. Still. And it was like, yeah, then eventually I just learned, like, one day, it's just like, I was super tired. Someone was like, just drink coffee. I'm like, that's not even going to do anything. Yeah. But it did. Yeah. It See, like, that's the thing, because you start drinking the lattes or the Irish creams, and there's not enough coffee to actually affect you. So you're like, no, coffee doesn't affect me. Yeah. And then you order a medium double-double mm. one day, Boom. and you're through the roof. Now, I've, yeah, I've become a coffee, like, snob since. Was I met I met a guy from my program. Uh, it's like, I'll have him on later. Um, but anyway, so I met him in line in coffees and stuff. And like, I used to, I, I was, I was feeling bad one time. Like one November, I actually quit when I had three coffees in a day. I was like, ooh, wow, that's pretty bad. And yep. then I so I'm talking to this guy. Uh, that, that I'll, when I have him on, I'll acknowledge him after. But like, he was, <laughs> He'll be the coffee he was up guy. to he was up to five coffees a day oh on like God. on the regular. Oh my God! I'm like, oh okay. Wait, like, what are we talking? Like small, medium, large? Uh, medium, large. Wow. Damn. And so, it was, yeah, it's, it's, I was like, man, I got nothing to worry about. This guy's still alive. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> still alive. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually, he's still so in like, school. Yeah. So now I'm three probably or very four productive. coffees a day usually. Like on a You're busy day, what? like I'll just stop and I'll just like, I'll be like, yeah, I, can, I do want a coffee. Three and to then, four? Yep. Man, you're approaching the limit. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to see how high I can push it before. Now, that's the thing is I don't, I don't think I'm going to live past 40, honestly. Oh. What? That's pretty dark. I don't know. That's Actually, no, I started. And I you've know. accepted this. Yeah. You seem no, pretty I'm all just right gonna, with I'm it. just going to live a really interesting life until, until 40. Until 40. And mm. then my heart's going to explode. Or, oh, man. Yeah. Because of coffee specifically, or do you no, have just, other you know, life habits? It's, Your heart's just overworked and you really can't. I don't do even it have anymore. that many habits. Just, just like You just put too much heart in things. I just, yeah, I put all <laughs> my heart into I things. Know. I just. But yeah. Um, anyway, that's, that's me and coffee. But mm. sorry, that back to your breakfast. That somehow got really morbid. Yes, and also no, not morbid. <laughs> death, is, death isn't, or is it by definition, is morbidity? It, it, morbidity, I believe, I guess it, by, by definition, definition it would be death. Then. Fine. So I wasn't wrong. It got, it got pretty dark there, but uh, you know, that's it's more dark. of a. It was a it's joke. Not, it is more. It's okay. not really you talking about like hurting I people. I wasn't or sure. <laughs> anyway, you uh, looked pretty serious about it, and I was like, kudos to you for accepting death. So, did you have, or should we talk about death? I don't know. It's up to you. Is it too? I don't mind talking about death. Can, I'm in psychology and English, so I like okay. to talk about all Tell kinds of things. Tell us about psychology and death. Um, well, I don't know if I've learned too much in relation to psychology and death, except for there is this cool little like effect, I guess, or phenomena that people have this uh, like kind of mechanism where you always think tomorrow's going to be better than today okay. because obviously if you thought that tomorrow's going to be worse than today you wouldn't want to kind of like keep going it would kind of ruin your whole your whole will to live I but, always think that and it doesn't really do anything well I think the but the but like if you look at the stats or like the math or whatever you want to call it mm. obviously tomorrow's not always going to be better than today yeah. just like realistically and like they did this whole study and they found that I think normally like as your life goes on you kind of like peak and you're like maybe like late teens early 20s or even mid 20s is when you're like kind of like most happy and like most like most into your life or whatever, and then from there on it kind of gets worse. Wait, you know? when did you say that was? Okay, don't mid, quote me on the numbers. I want to say late <laughs> teens to mid twenties, but don't quote oh, me on the numbers. It geez. also depends on like a lot of other factors. Yeah, like, is that is that when like kind of reality sets in? You're no longer in reality sets in. You're like shit. My life sucks. Yeah, I've, I've seen well, things about just yeah people's life perspectives where it's like we're always kind of being like baited along. It'd be like oh, so you gotta complete this. So you gotta you gotta get through elementary school. Then you get to go to high school. And that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Oh, high school's 
actually kind of stressful and like there's lots of cliques and sort of annoying. Yeah. But Social once you get to university, you're actually going to have freedom to do what you want. Yeah. And that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, now you're, uh, now you're, now, oh, now you've got to like take care of all these things. Yeah. And you're kind of worried that you might get kicked out and, you know, lose the, the 20 grand or whatever you put into school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, but like when you get out, when you get out of university, it'll be That's great. when it's going Oh, now you're Not working right in this now. company and you got to make back that student debt. Yeah. But like, so you got to oh, like go up the corporate rank. Yeah. And what, but once you get up that corporate rank, you'll be good. Yeah, that could take your whole career. That could take your entire that, career. And to that's get there. that's essentially people's lives. Like I know, always like, striving you don't to be better. Like yeah. sit back and take a look and just realize realize that's sort of what's going on. It's like that that's sort of the, uh, get the system at least in North America. Yeah. yeah oh definitely. my gosh, this is one of my favorite topic conversations as of late, especially mm. because I meet so many people in university who kind of lead those lives where they're working towards this goal but like realistically like ben just described really well oh can we say names oh yeah we yeah, 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 name earlier. yeah did i Perfect. introduce myself yes you did or people just did know you? who you are yeah, people well, just know I'm, who you are you're the host I, yeah no it's, I, I think you guys did and we did i don't forgot. think you did you're, this is you're ben, the host guys. Right, ben. So. yeah it was i was here last week so yes <laughs> perfect um yeah as you just described i feel like it's you know, you can spend your whole life working towards a goal, and then, but then once you get there, you don't truly enjoy it because then you're working towards a new goal, and it's kind of crazy because, like, when do we actually ever get to enjoy ourselves? That's true. Especially looking at this study, and again, don't quote me on the numbers, but like, once you kind of, I think, especially once you retire, you're kind of like life satisfaction, not life satisfaction. I'm using the wrong terminology, mm. but basically, like, tomorrow isn't always going to be better than today because eventually at some point tomorrow has to be worse and eventually at some point tomorrow is when you die you know so like at some point so then it's just it's crazy but people have this like mechanism that's kind of like evolutionarily supported I suppose that they always think tomorrow's gonna get better because they have to because Mm. if you didn't if you weren't optimistic then you would be really pessimistic and you wouldn't really survive that well Mm -hmm. and actually people who are really realistic about the future and who are like realistically i probably won't be able to do this thing and i probably won't get this job that i want and da 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 are like diagnosed usually with clinical depression oh thanks that that makes me feel great actually so well (laughs) it means that i think all of us are overly optimistic which is nice i think as a species that we're an optimistic bunch Hmm. i think it's (laughs) not realistic but like who needs to be realistic i think having a healthy mix of both is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I find myself to be overly realistic rather than optimistic because there have been times in life where I've been super optimistic. It's like, I'm going to get that job or I'm going to get this grade on this paper. And then it falls to the floor. Yeah. And that, that just makes it worse when you're on a high point and then, you, and then you don't make it and then you crash. So I just say, you know, aim for a realistic goal. So if I'm trying to hit an, the ultimate goal is to get an 80 in the class, it's make baby steps. So get like a 75 and then keep moving upwards. Yeah, I think that's realistic and that's yeah. good. But uh, like the fact that you said that the numbers may not be exact, but people who are more yeah. realistic in their younger years are going to be dis- diagnosed with the clinical depression. I'm totally screwed. Not <laughs> even just in their younger years, just in general. People that are very like realistic about like their life and even yeah, like cause there's the whole there's another effect in psychology that's called the above average effect, where like everyone thinks they're above average, oh, yeah. right? I'm definitely mm. above average. Yeah, exactly, and everyone thinks that. But I like, don't. Based on the math, okay. I guess the math. Based on the math, I guess I'm yeah, the minority. The, the majority of us are average. That's kind of how it works. I'd that's say, why yeah. it's the uh, average of the yeah. population. And if you ask, like, they did a study where they asked, like, all these university professors, do you think you're above average in terms of your teaching skills? And, like, 90% of them thought they were. Well, it's because they most of them probably have tenure. And if they don't say that well, they think their t- teaching style is above average, they're going to lose that tenure. 
That's true. Uh, I don't know about. I think it, I think I, it's I possible. I think I'm pretty sure not for that. I'm sure they. I feel not like for they that. probably would have controlled for that in the study though, and probably yeah. not released the names of who yeah, said they that, thought they probably, were good Probably, yeah. Yeah, you'd hope yeah. there'd be like proper diligence in that study. Yeah, yeah, they're usually pretty good at controlling for factors like that. But yeah, just in general, it kind of shows that people generally think they're better than mm. the the average bear when really they're not because a lot of us are the average bear. Mm-hmm. The and average like, bear? <laughs> I guess is that an expression? Yeah. yeah I'm exactly trying to remember is. what that's from. I use really weird expressions is that like, a lot. Is that like... Uh, that sounds I don't like know. it's from Yogi I couldn't bear, tell actually. you where I got it. Is that... Was it Goldilocks and the Three Bears? Yes. It could be from that. It? The average bear. I was, that, that I was thinking more Yogi Cause, Bear. Because wasn't the whole thing in that story that average is better? It's like, like too hot, too cold, just right. Yeah. One was like too soft, too hard, just right. I don't think the the phrase big, like small, better than the average bear was there. I think it may have been like I'd take a guess at even like the Jungle Book or something like that. Maybe even Yogi Bear. Yeah, was it, I would like say a, even Yogi. It sounds older than yeah, the Jungle just, Book. Yeah, it does. It you know, does. Jungle Book. I don't even remember what year that came out. A past. I actually recently saw this on the internet when all the great Disney movies came out. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't spend my time productively. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think the Jungle Book was like after 1993. It was oh, okay. like during our kind of lifetime. That makes sense. Yeah, that was, one that, that was uh, one of the Disney, movie, Disney movies that never really made an impression on me. Yeah. Really? The Jungle Book? I, I really don't. It, it was a massive drug trip like Alice in Wonderland. I mean, seriously. I don't, I don't remember Alice that much Wonderland about was, it. I really that liked the Jungle trip. Book though because they had that song. They had a lot of um, really good songs in there. With with the bear, Baloo. Yeah. What was that song? And it's about being happy. I don't even know, but all I know is that those songs still work for me now. Like, I can listen to yes. it, and it'll just make like me more that's, depressed. That's the, like, it's kind of like the Hakuna Matata of the guys, Jungle Book. Yes. Do you guys remember it, like, pretty well, the Jungle Book? Vaguely. Or is it, is it one of those, like, okay, out of all the Disney things, is it, is it like, up there, middle of the pack? I'd say it's middle of the pack. Middle maybe of the pack. Slightly. Like, what's, what's slightly I was always sad when he left. Frozen. I, well, that's okay. brand new. That doesn't I know. It's getting I know, political now. <laughs> the reason I say Frozen is because so many people are bashing my favorite Disney movie of all time, The Lion King, which I'd say is top tier. I would disagree. I think most people Who's say that Who's The Lion King is I think it's more effective than saying. I think it's more the fact that a lot of people are saying, with regards to Frozen, that it's like better than every other Disney musical that's ever come out. So inherently bashing all of it. That has existed. No, I know a lot of people who are like, Frozen's my favorite Disney movie after The Lion King. Ah. But I think that might just be also like a, a thing where everyone loves The Lion King now, so people are kind of just like yeah. going along with jumping on the bandwagon yeah, and just saying so. they love The Lion King. Because I liked The Lion King, but it's definitely not my favorite. Mm-hmm. But then again, I was really into like the princess ones, so mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. In terms of princess ones, Frozen is probably the most progressive. Well, definitely the most progressive. Definitely. I, I mean, they, they've changed their marketing Hands style down. significantly. Yeah, and because they were getting so much heat for being so, like, anti-feminist, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Maybe even societally unrealistic. I mean, yeah. there are people who say that Disney movies leave this ridiculous expectations for for men and women in particular. Yeah. Just say, like, women need these... Prince Charming and Gamarski is like, no, they don't. Yes. People the are independent. They can thing. do it. She doesn't talk, but he still falls in love with her. Uh, yeah, that's a bit confusing. She, lo- she gives up her voice just to be with him. I mean, yeah. There's yeah, some, it, there's it can be a bit confusing. But I just, again, just saw another thing on the internet about Disney movies. Oh. I go on, oh, no, I don't even know if I want to say this website, but I go on the internet a lot. Yes. Um, and this one website has lots of Disney stuff. And it was showing that, like, yes, Disney gave us a lot of bad ideas of love, <laughs> but it also gave us a lot of, like, good ideas of love in terms of, like, every movie kind of taught us, like, different things about, like, love and, like, sacrifice and, like, seeing past people's exteriors and, like, da-da-da-da. And I think people are getting too caught up in, like, the political underlying messages that if you really read into it, it's like, yes, I guess Ariel did give up her voice. But the overlying message is that, like, love is beautiful or something. Something like that. In that movie. Or that... Mm. 
Yeah, that I you guess can, so, like, yeah. give up your lifestyle. I, I don't even think Disney cares. They made millions and millions of dollars off they these did. films. That they don't give a crap. And it's a good story. So, like, why would we ruin it? Yeah. Why if, change it to be more politically correct? Yes. I don't, I'd argue there's too much of well, that in I, the world, but whatever. I don't know. It's, well, because Disney deals a lot with fairy tales, right? And yeah. The, the whole idea of fairy tales is to convey some sort of, like, good or, like, Morals. not not not, not some sort of positive, not positive necessarily. If you ever, like, uh, read like the the Brothers Grimm the original tales, versions right? are dark. All they're, yeah. they're very very dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. they but are 100. The point of the stories was to convey some sort of message that's that's good in life, and uh, for Disney to like uh, to take these and like make something new out of them, that's great. But if they if they they they're not very careful with them, and they you know they kind of insert these kind of super patriarchal uh, or messages ma- or even matriarchal messages. It depends. You could go either way at that point. Sure, but like. It's a, to say to say it doesn't matter, I, I don't I'm know. not saying it doesn't matter. I think people are just getting a little bit too caught up in that, especially when you consider when these films were made. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these films were made before a lot of these ideas even became mainstream, mainstream and common. Like a lot of these movies are from like the like I think one of the earliest a of them movies are from, from the like 30s, the 30s yeah. Yeah, or the 40s the 30s. or 50s. And like yeah, we should, shouldn't be like instilling these values. But I think as long as you maybe draw attention to that when your kids are watching it. Again, yeah. I heard this. Like, just yeah, well, like, yeah, that, that, that is true. Like, hey, you don't want like, Ariel that's, did that's give true. up her voice. Maybe don't do that for a boy. Yeah. But in terms of, like, the overall story, like, why deprive them of the story? Just because there's, like, a, like 10 years from now, they're going to be like, hey, that was kind of messed up. Yeah. You know, at the time, the kids don't notice these things. Yeah, they're just plus, loving the story. Plus, it, in the end, it's, yeah, it's, obviously it's the parent's job to teach their child to do stuff. As yes. You hear a lot of stuff about, um... You hear a lot of stuff about uh, like uh, people blaming like certain media types uh, for like for for teaching their kids wrong things. It's like, yeah, don't let your kids watch that. Yeah, yeah. If, well, if you I really mean, don't want like, or or sit sit down with your child. Uh, this is this is actually kind of hypocritical. Coming from a mid twenties <laughs> guy, I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just cut that part out. But um, <laughs> early twenties. Um, Coming from someone in their twenties, yeah. Uh, coming, yeah, coming from someone in their twenties, yeah. Obviously, I can't really talk about parenting and stuff, but like it's like the stuff you hear is. Where people blame like a video game or like uh, a television show for for teaching their kids improperly, mm-hmm. like that sounds a bit irresponsible. I think I yeah. think there's a huge thing with that because especially in the way a lot of society works now, is both mo- a lot of situations, both parents have jobs, and so they just give their kids something to you know keep them out of trouble. But then sometimes, and this is, I'm not sure if there's any statistics behind this, but they can get a lot of. Uh, there are some cases where some people, some kids in particular, just get into more trouble because they were playing Call of Duty or they were playing yeah. some sort of fighting game or something that a lot of people would consider overly violent, especially for someone under the age of, like, 15. Well, I do, again, have psychology to back some of this stuff okay. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Psychology no, 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 that's, applies that, that's good. to that's everything. Like we should, um, no, I, I like this. So perfect, because I'm going to keep bringing it up because it literally applies to everything. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, a bunch of studies that show that violence just seeing violence and being around violence even if it's on tv does affect kids and like it does even just i think there was like some crazy study about like just having a violent object in the room when you're like asking kids about something and like so they had them in this room and there was like a gun in the room in one case and they were just doing like a study with the kid and then they got the kids to go out to play later and the kids who had been in the room with a gun as opposed to some neutral object like a tennis racket were more violent hmm. than the kids who had just been there with a the tennis racket like controlling for all other factors it was literally just like the gun being there versus having a neutral object affects hmm. them later on and these are just how like little things can subconsciously affect us so much hmm. that like it changes your behavior in ways you wouldn't even realize 
realize. I'd agree with your, your having, earlier statement. That sounds like a very crazy study. It's crazy. Because well, you wouldn't even think that something so small would have an effect on behavior. But it's just like, but then again, what are you going to do about it? Like, just remove all guns and yeah, all well, violent well, influences Yeah, with the practical application, that's you can't like, really that's do like that. just a point of interest? Or, like, did they Yeah, it was kind of just like a... They just wanted to, I guess, see the extremes of these of this influence and okay. how far they could kind of stretch it. Because mm-hmm. obviously, violent video games, like that's pre- that's pretty like obvious violence, violent influences that they're mm-hmm. getting and violent messages. So you can see how that would affect behavior later on. There's also a lot of uh, political crap that goes on in these surveys. They're they're marketing these results to specific audiences in particular. So you have people who side on one side or another side or in the center, and they just they're trying to market it to a specific group of people who may or may not be concerned about it. And that there, there can be a lot of gray areas in that, and that's kind of a problem it's with true. surveys in general. It's true. Well, it wasn't a survey. It was a study. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's true. I don't know who – I think it was, like, psychologists who ran the study, but I don't know the political context behind yeah. it in terms of, like, whether they were doing it for, like, the anti-gun laws in the states. Or something along those lines. It could be anything. Who knows? It could be anything. Yeah, but I think there is enough, I would say, research in psychology to support that – violent, like being exposed to violent things can lead to more violent behavior. Not in everyone, obviously, but again, That on sounds average. like, yeah, really, that, that sounds really interesting, but it's like, uh, yeah, wh- what can you do with that? Because yeah. that wouldn't even necessarily apply to media. It's like, it, well, if it's just a, like a violent thing. Violent object sounds like a really weird word because it's like, man, that uh, that object, that's, that's being really violent. But I, um, yeah. um, but like, if, what, what about a situation where it's, yeah, you just like, you see stuff every day, right? Yeah, and it's, how do you keep kids from seeing violent I, objects? You and can't. I think it's I just think not practical. It's, again, coming from a young person without any family responsibilities uh, <laughs> or any parenting experience, yeah. I think it's I important. <laughs> it would be more important just to teach your um, your child just how to how to deal with stuff, like not necessarily try and like sh- sh- protect them from the world and like hide everything from them, but just be like. You know, this is how you handle situations like this. Mm. Yeah, I agree 100%. Again, not being a parent myself, so it's probably easier said than done. But I feel like you have to just kind of, like, give them the tools to deal with this stuff later on. Just be like, you know, make them aware of some of the things they're going to encounter so that when they encounter it, they encounter it with more of, like, a... Like an impartial view. Yeah, an impartial view. I'd argue, like, if you're exposed to this sort of stuff in small increments rather than all at once, uh, there could be a more... I guess you could say a more uh, responsible or even more mature response to it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think that was, I think, again, don't quote me, but in the studies, like, a a factor was how young the kids are because the younger they are, the more influenced they are Mm -hmm. by what they're seeing adults doing. Yeah, Because that's the age that you're really impressionable and that you're learning how to operate in the world. So if Mm -hmm. you see adults doing, being violent all the time, that's how you're going to think you should operate. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, not cool for those kids, well, but like it's, interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. Cool. It's like it's so really interesting. Cool. Just a ten-minute warning. We've got about ten minutes left. Um, Okie dokie. Yeah, we've so. talked about two topics. What's up? Yeah, uh, you no, haven't told us what much. you had for breakfast though. Uh, for lunch, I think. For lunch, yeah, that's what I meant. I had podcast. brunch. I went with Ben. I went with Ben to get his yeah, lunch. Yeah, I I went and I got uh, just some pizza from like a from a place on campus. Um, and it was, it's this place I've been going to every, like my entire time that I've lived on campus. I'm not sure. Okay, well, I've, obviously I didn't mention. Uh, I met Jamie in my. How much do I want, even want to talk about? Like you could just say that you met them when you started. Was I, yeah, so I, I met Jamie two years ago. Yes, uh, we lived in the same building. Uh, it was and so this place was nearby, uh, and it's just yes. this this awesome pizza place. And I would I would always go and get like a Sicilian style pizza from there. Um, 
and that that was always good. And it's like every once in a while, like ever, ever since I've gotten like access to the the lab that we film that we record this in uh, this podcast, uh, like I would always just go get a pizza, probably get a drink, and then like watch a movie on one of the computers. It's probably just the most relaxing thing. It's yeah, like that one great. of my best pastimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ever get way too stressed, I just do that. And I was like, yeah, it was, it was, so it was, it, was, uh, it was a good callback to uh, those times. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good day. Time. Joel, who was on last week and should be here for the next couple of weeks, uh, Joel was meant to choose lunch today, and we we're all meant to go to the same place. But yeah, so uh, Joel, did, did Joel come? No, uh, no. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I'm mean to call, call Joel. I, actually, Joel let me let us know like a long time ahead that uh, he wouldn't be able to make it. But okay, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, but just, uh, there was a group of oh, five Joel. of us. There was a group of five of us uh, the other night, and we went up for uh, dinner. And, oh uh, yeah, let's, let's talk Winona. about more food. Was um, it? I can't remember what the restaurant was <laughs> called actually, but it was this really <laughs> good place. It's out in the outskirts. Like, can I say where we are? Like the city? Because uh, there's other. There's a lot of post secondary education stuff it, here. It, just like uh, yeah, yeah so, it didn't really matter but anyway. So, it was so like, we went to this place uh, near, uh, uh, like near, like not even near, pretty far out from downtown. It was, it was a place called Winona. Yeah. This is the really, it's more of a farm community, but they had this really, really good tasting food. I had this, I wasn't really being adventurous, so I just had a burger, but it was probably the best burger I've had in years. There you go. You and Joel both ordered like the full yeah, rack we, of ribs. Yeah, we ordered this <laughs> huge like rack of ribs each, <laughs> and like it came with two sides. It was sort, it was more expensive it than was, I would it, usually it pay. It looked really yeah. good. But like, it was really good. It was just one of those things where you go and you eat and you're like, I feel manlier because I ate this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get that a lot, but I can see how that yeah. would be it, was a, it, was a, it was quite the meal. Like I was sitting right next to these guys and it's just, I could not believe how much food there was. Yeah. I, no, I could probably eat that if I hadn't eaten all day, but yeah. that was just so much food. I could not believe it. The rest of us, I think, were just eating smaller meals. We were just looking at these guys. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, no, how my can brother they eat ate this that much one food? time, and he's not even that big of a person. I'm like, yeah, it was surprised. It, like, I thought I wouldn't be able to finish it, but it was like, yeah. I guess because there's, like, lots of bone on ribs. Yeah, but so it, it does just, make it, it look a lot bigger such, than it is. such good Mm-hmm. Another cool, Food. another cool thing about it was that it's Grimms. local. This was all local. <laughs> these were local animals. Oh, really? Yeah. The, it said in the menu. It said in the menu that uh, the uh, the people. I think it's just either the local farmers or maybe the local farmers run the restaurant. I'm not too sure. Uh, they, it's all local meat for all from what the the, the menu was saying. So that sounds that's good. A, that's a pretty positive thing, I guess. It's for the local economy at least. Yeah, mm. and I mean, I guess you pay for things that are better quality. Yeah. So that makes sense. It wasn't, for what I got, it wasn't too pricey. But, That's good. But like I said, I wasn't being too adventurous. Yeah. So but I got something I knew burger I would eat. Something I like, knew. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You get what you like, and then you're like, hey, guys, I know where there's a really good burger place. Yeah. The only problem is that this place is really sort of out there. It took us about like 30, 40 minutes to get there oh, because of traffic. Oh, did you bus? No, we took a car. Oh, wow. That is far. Just because of traffic in particular. Oh, okay. But yeah. then maybe not so much. But yeah. still. It was, it was really good food. And uh, I gotta thank Alex, uh, who may or may not be on the podcast anytime soon. Yeah, he'll probably um, be on here at some point. Yeah, uh, he brought us out Is to this Alex restaurant. Is that Alex from the other night? Uh, no, other Alex. I know, okay. I know three Alexes who I yeah. who I hang out with so frequently that it's oh, like no. sounds like Alex was. Do you call them like Alex G? No, Alex no. S? we. I had so, or do well, they all just Alex? I think they're all just Alex. Alex I mean, is like the most common name. It, I think is it's it? Generation. Probably. Probably one of the most. Sometimes I know so uh, many Alex. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was about yeah, never mind. I was gonna say like yeah. Sometimes I we do call him by the person's last name. Yes, that's or, like, what I do. Or like use the first initial of last name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I I'm I'm trying to swing the idea out, out in like our social group that we should start giving them nicknames. Oh yes, crap! Yes, I love nicknames. Like, and just like clever nicknames, and then it'll be you know that seems like a good time. It'd be like yeah. It'd be like we're on it's good a, bonding. Yeah, Damn. and then years from now when you call them that nickname. Just bring and all the memories either, back. Either it brings back can, good memories or you're like, oh, God, why are you calling me that? Or they can that? pull yeah. like an Obi-Wan Kenobi and be like, that's the name I haven't been called for a no, long No, that's the name I haven't heard <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the quote, but uh, you'd be good. surprised. Like, it's such a good memory when it comes to this sort of stuff. I can remember almost every line from most movies that I've enjoyed, and that's probably a bad thing. Uh, that's super fun. It, I love it, it can drive me insane things. after a while. I mean, I've watched so many movies. No, I've up. always wanted to be that person that could just like pull out a quote from one of my favorite like books only, or movies. The only problem is, is that when you do that, if you do it in the wrong situation, it can be really awkward. Or yeah, just like, you or really just like, it has to be the yeah, perfect moment, and it also is just like, wow, this guy or this girl is a huge nerd they remember all this stuff that that's would, true. that wouldn't necessarily be super important to the context of either the conversation or even in the film that's true i feel like sometimes it comes out anyway though like yeah if you're just a big nerd or you're just really <laughs> into things like even yeah. for me like i'm a psych and english dork so it just comes out eventually yeah. or just a dork in general i feel like i can only hide it for so long mm. and then people realize and then i'm like well at least you know now yeah that's actually that's another in- interesting thing uh do you ever get the well, it's like now, now nerd culture is sort of like mainstream. Like it's, yeah. it's like you, if you identify identify yourself as like a nerd or like you're like, oh, I'm a nerd or a geek. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's like that's not what that meant. 10 no, years not ago. at no, all. I think years. it's really cool though that we're so accepting. Even now. so, they, but the thing is like. Is it is it really like I feel like the meaning of the word is essentially changed. changed it yeah. definitely has. I mean, and, it, and we're still not accepting. No, that's no. Very it's true. like, and then if you find an actual nerd or a geek or someone who's like just like they're just super into like Warhammer, and that's like all like that's all they do, and they're not necessarily good with people. Like that's a nerd, and it's like we wouldn't. Yeah, or like or there's geek. there's uh, even there's subcategories there's now. There's even subcategories now. I mean, you get people who well, I mean, who like like Magic the Gathering or like. People, a lot of people, I guess I would consider myself in this category who like to watch a lot of anime uh, or even just people who like computer stuff. Like, there's so many denominations of the word nerd now that it, it doesn't really, the word itself doesn't really hold up anymore. There's different fandoms, there's different categories of people. Well, yeah. I consider myself a dork and I don't know anything about computers or games or anything like that. I'm just a dork yeah. because I really like to read. I love I'm reading. Like, like, yeah. Reading and is and awesome. No, I'm unless it's um, unless it's textbooks. Sometimes. Unless it's textbooks that and then unless the textbook's interesting, it sucks. No, yeah. it's true. No, I just like to read exactly not cool stuff, not interesting stuff. I just think it's cool that we're so more so much more accepting of like different interests now. I think because you can. You're right. I feel like but now do you people think it's that like, are like. Do you anti- think it's this, what do you mean by now? It's like I, in our age group, like at university. I would university? say our age group at university. I don't know if it's a thing in high school. Having said that, no. there are those high school girls who like put on glasses and take a selfie and are like. Hashtag like, oh my I'm god, I'm such a nerd. That's like, yeah. That's so I think it probably is in high school yeah. too. I, I disagree when it comes to like the acceptance in high school. I'd say the people who do that are more saying, I'm a nerd, but I'm actually way cooler than every other nerd in the school. No, so I think I think it's more they're playing on the stereotype and they're making fun of them sub- subtly. They are. I know. Well, I don't know if they're making Maybe fun of them. Maybe even not subtly. I'd say they're just making fun of them, period. But I don't think they're making fun of them. I think they're trying to come off as like smart and interesting and mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like to be. But I think, like, if we're encouraging, you know, young girls and young guys to be smart and to have interests that are outside of, like, maybe, like, mainstream, like, TV and shopping, I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we're still probably not accepting of people that are really antisocial. Yeah. But oh, for, well, well they're, not, that's, they're not really. It's almost like a, an oxymoron. 
Kind yeah, of, yeah. You know exactly. I mean? or, How do you become accepting is, of people yeah, being that are so, anti-social? Socially accepting of yeah. anti-social. <laughs> but we could be mm. just by at least trying to understand them and yeah, not I alienate mean, them. Yeah. Even though you're right, it is hard because it goes against the whole purpose. Yeah. But I think just being more accepting of like people who are intelligent and people who have different interests is a good thing, even if it's not perfect. Mm. There, there's always that person, that one person, who's just can't accept the fact that someone is better than them yeah, or smarter than them in certain fields. Because I'd, I'd, I'd make the argument that nobody is better than everybody at everything. So like, so there's something, agree. <laughs> for some, for example, you're better be at psychology, for example, like you you study psychology and English, that those fields are not something I'm super well entwined with. However, I study history and multimedia. Which and I know you nothing may not, about. Exactly. So like, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Well, except for me. I have all the strengths. I'm better at psychology and history than both of you. Yes, Fantastic. <laughs> uh, you, I should have uh, commissioned you to uh, write Ben's that paper I had to do human, the other though, day. So. What? Ben's actually superhuman, yes. though. So yeah. I, that I forgot. explains that. I'm pretty good at, like, you know. Pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Yeah, no, I hear yeah, that. It can, it, can be <laughs> a bit, it can be a bit crazy. Pretty much the best at everything. Yeah. It's been not a big deal. First year. Okay, I get that we're we're running we're late on well, time, but it's, um, uh, it's been forty-one minutes. Yeah, just, yeah, but you have uh, to cut out all the parts where we're like, hey, yeah, should so we talk about that? Let's go to fifty minutes, and then you get uh, you can trim out stuff if you need to. Okay. Like uh, what no, I just I'm said, I'm not, we'll I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not trimming this down. Like, there's one thing I'm cutting out, and yeah. that's it. Like, I don't edit this thing particularly. Oh, jeez. But it's like, yeah. So, but the one thing I wanted to discuss before we go is, yes. um, what? Where should the podcast? Where should they eat next next week? Because I'm not sure who exactly is going to be on. Like, it depends on availabilities mm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, okay. So, yeah, where should we? So, last week we had Subway. This week it was, like, a couple different places. But I want to get it going so that we ha- we eat at one place and then talk about it. Mm-hmm. The same place every time? No, no, no a different like, place different every place week. Place. Different place. And, like, the people – ideally the people who are on the podcast would uh, would go. I'm just saying this knowing what they did last time. Is here. that product placement, though? Is that marketing? I wouldn't say so because they're not sponsoring. Okay. This is just us doing it for the fun of it. it it's just a thing. So, That's like, true. okay, what's what's a good place to um, what's okay? What's a good type of food? Uh, I like breakfast food. Breakfast food. Okay. So, next week we're going to be having. I know. But are you, if you're having lunch. That's yeah, helpful. if it's a lunch thing, like you could still get brunch, but it ha- and this is the late lunch podcast, so that'd be kind of tricky to go to some place like. It would be kind of tricky to go to some place like the big brunch like podcast, the the pancake house, or something like that. It would be kind of tricky. Because mm. they close at three, they close okay. at three o'clock. So you, it'd be really well, tight. There on time. goes my suggestion. And on top of that, they're I think, also I think I know we're, all the time. Next week, okay, I'll decide then. It's like because Joel, yeah, Joel was in charge of that, but he couldn't make it. Okay, next Joel. week, I'm probably always going to be here. Yeah. Um, well, you run it, so it yeah. makes sense. It would, um, yeah, I would. Think I'm gonna so. say I'm gonna say burritos next week. Next week, I think there's a new burrito place opening up nearby. I think um, I've heard that too. You've heard that? Okay, so I'm gonna we're gonna next week we're gonna go check that out and then uh, we'll we'll let everyone know. We'll see. Uh, okay, Perfect. so yeah, I guess we'll it's time to wrap up. Mm-hmm. All right, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have you guys out again later, like another time. We're still working out scheduling stuff like that. But yeah, so we're putting this podcast on iTunes soon, which is very exciting for all of us. It's currently hosted on SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, cool. so. We'll, we will have more details once it does come out on iTunes. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week after having burritos. Take care. Bye. Bye.